I find it ironic that the only place we could kind of find to do this is the smoker's lounge. Yeah, we are. The outside smoker's lounge, let me just be clear. Let's let's also say that we are putting these microphones to the test. Yeah, because we got a weed eater, we got people playing, uh, what's, what's that? Uh, the cowbell. Nas national no. sport of uh, bean bag Ohio. tossing. What's it called? Bean bag toss into a hole thing? Cornhole. Thank you, my wife Emily, for the assist. But we, for day one, we did this from a crowded space with lots of talking. Day two, we did it from inside of a car. And now day three, we're doing it almost poolside with music, shuffleboard, paddle boarding, all different types of boarding <laughs> happening. So we're seeing if these anchor works. We're also doing it from the, like you said, the exterior smoker's lounge. Yeah. Um, so we are redeeming the smoker's lounge. There you go. That's what we're doing. I like it. It smells like smoking. It's it's outdoors, but it still smells like smoking. Yes, it does. All right, so day three, thoughts and reflections. I think Dr. Ye should go first since you went first yesterday and I went first the day before. So okay. I agree. I will go first this time. So today uh, I want to share a session that a actually it's not a research it's not about ai it's about a nutrition course nutrition course it's i've actually, built a nutrition course it's actually a shoe casing of an online asynchronous undergraduate nutrition course okay mm -hmm. so the professor is from uh the university of tampa he worked with an instruction designer so they kind of go through, uh, went through all the process that we did. Like they have, uh, they had a uh, alignment. They didn't call it grid, but the alignment like chart. Uh -huh. They put everything uh, on paper first before they build the course, yeah. like all, all documents. And then uh, they they had a assessment blueprint. They has a. Uh, uh, they also use the like the publishers' materials, like the quizzes, uh, activities. But they, uh, I will talk about later. That uh, one thing I noticed that that we missing in our alignment grid is uh, they had a column, uh, particularly indicate what's the activity, like what's the uh, direction of interaction, like okay. it's a student to student student to content and student to instructor we talked about that but yeah we didn't specify yeah. it, it, that's interesting so like a relationships chart yeah like how it, is this how is this assignment or how is this mm -hmm. activity mm -hmm. or content mm -hmm. how is it directed yeah relationally mm -hmm. that's like this activity is specifically student to content like mm. this is yeah just interact okay. with the the content like discussion is student to student like presentations Possibly student to instructor and also probably student to student. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So possibly good add to what we're already doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So another very special about this session is the professor also brought a student with her. Oh. So it's not just a uh, professor presentation, but a, a lot of sharing from the student as well. So 
from the student's perspective, uh, she put a lot of considerations like what what is uh, what will be beneficial for students like for an online course. So here's a list. Uh, course considerations. First one is transparency. Like how do how they will be assessed. Mm -hmm. Uh, grading criteria, grading scale, those things. Just in the content, transparency in the content. Transparency of the content and the uh, all the assessment. assessment. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, resources, uh, like different types of resources for various types of learners. Yeah. And then the provision of an overview or roadmap for each model. Like the overview page we build in our courses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also uh, the steps a student should take to be successful in the course. Like they need uh, more guidelines, more communication plans when they have problem how to contact, not just in the syllabus, but students were looking at like uh, direct in the, in the module, modules page, module level pages. And uh, uh, the last one is consolidation of activities, like into one platform. Don't make them jump from don't make them click out <laughs> to other like publishers' website or other yeah. third party, third whatever party. wherever we're at. Can it just stay there? Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't like clickouts. Yeah, so it's not. It's, it, as she said, it's not because it's too much click. It's but but. Uh, like it, it will, like, brought her out of the context and, like, interrupt his uh, her her learning learning process. Yeah. All right. I like it. I've seen a lot of like, this isn't my takeaway, but I've noticed a lot of the, with the different sessions on course alignment and quality assurance. It seems to be an overarching. Also, Chad GPT, but. I kind of avoided going to those after a while. Um, I've noticed that there's a lot of like emphasis on the student perspective. Um, I guess that could be my takeaway is that what I went to or I zoomed in on a session by Dr. Sherry Conklin, who is going to be on the podcast next week. And she talked about the instructor to student. Um, well, one of her studies today was on one of her presentations today was on student perspectives of quality matters frameworks. And the other one was on the student to instructor connectedness. The idea of the student perspective on all the, the matters, not just assuming that the student, like the research says, the students like this, 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 and this in a course. But in reality, like, is that we're not actually getting the student's perspective. We're just relying on previous studies and research. Um, it makes me want to kind of like the module thing that you were talking about. Someone from a session uh, yesterday said they put little module uh, surveys at the at the end of each module that allows the student to reflect on the content as far as from the design perspective. Did the content in this module prepare you for the assessment at the end? Do you feel like while looking back at the module objectives that you can do these things and mm -hmm. like that? Um, that's probably a bit of a micromanagement mm -hmm. system, like having one in each module, but it would be something interesting to get like a student perspective on the design elements of a course. I think those are both very interesting 
both what you guys have had. I did go to another AI one, and I got to say that one was much, much better. I think his name is David Wiley. No, I'm the president. I was zooming on that one, too. That one was the really good. The prompt engineering that he was doing? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think takeaway, prompt engineering, you've got to got to really hone in on that. I mean, I've been doing it, but the thing I'm noticing is the secret sauce is not that you have access to AI. The secret sauce is that you can use what you already have in your head and the experiences that you've had in order and the knowledge to formulate experiences with ChatGPT and it could be a myriad of things that you do with it, from creating a course to even facilitating a course. Uh, he, you know, to writing research proposals, um, and helping you redefine and narrow your focus uh, with a problem, just problem-based learning. So what he what he kind of brought out was that you were doing programming. So if you have any experience in programming at all, it's becomes a natural, it becomes a natural movement to just use English to do these. I don't even know how to say it other than paragraphical algorithms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Narrative that, algorithms, but automate tasks that you wouldn't even think about doing. Uh, had you not had that kind of experience. And the other thing that he said that stuck with me is like, now's the time. If you're going to, if you, if you're going to be an expert in this area, now's the time. Yeah. Because even the people who've created it are not the experts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got, he, he said, I believe we've got about 12 more months of a window. If you're going to become an expert then do it and lead. If you don't, the people that do will be so far ahead of everyone else, you're never going to be able to catch up. Because they're just going to keep iterating. And I think that's that's what I was noticing with him as well, is the iteration. Now, there's still questions of who's going to control these platforms. Will we be able to come up with our own I think the answer to that right now is yes. You know, Song and I have been, even just recently, we've been trying to get what's called local GPT up and running on our own machines. And so you can do localized, safe, your data stays with you, and you can interact with different language learning models like Llama, Mistral, that just came out here just actually a couple days ago. Um and do your own AI, text generative AI, on your data. So we're talking PDFs, documents, whatever. So I think that was probably the biggest takeaway. This is our last day. What's your, what's our grand takeaways? I think for me personally and for the sake of Christian higher education, I got to keep moving in the, AI sphere. Yeah. I, I probably didn't share this in the uh, coffee job every day, but uh, I kind of trying to look into uh, the learning engineering and learning 
uh, experience designs, this, this part. Mm. I think I'm probably going to go back considering what is not being voiced in those frameworks and how can we, number one, we, we always add the biblical integration piece to what we have. Right. But also the, if we're really looking for creating empathy or creating uh, service to our students, we need to hear from our students more than just the student eval that they're sent out and then the, 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 the which teachers, is at the end of the course which is at the end of the course yeah, by which, that point there's no point yeah so finding a way of getting to student perspective of the design during the actual build during the actual run of the course I should say so and keeping the design and the facilitation in separate evaluation spheres yeah. right I think that's yeah don't important. don't let the design of the course negatively affect the perception of the instructor and vice versa. Correct. Yeah. Um, it was like Patrick was saying, one of my professors, Patrick Lowenthal was saying, you can have a great course, but have a bad instructor and the students going to have a bad experience. You can have a bad course and a great instructor. And somehow the great instructor is going to pull it through, make it a mediocre course. Yeah, that's um, true. You have a car and a driver. You have a car and a driver. A bet. Well, hold on. A bad car <laughs> and a good driver. I guess you can still get there. You can but still a get bad points. driver and a good car. That's 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 bad. All right. I think that's it for us at AECT. Woo woo! Hey. Oh.